I love that Buck Swope. Buck Swope's an interesting cat. This is as creepy a guy as you'll ever encounter. That's right, Buck Swope. Buck Swope, who Doug really is not comfortable yeah. with Buck Swope. Kind of a shutter spook. Swope's one of the best in the business, for my money. Buck Swope? Buck Swope asked Doug his preference on shrubs. Ah! <laughs> I may sue Buck Swope. Buck Swope is struck. I'm pretty high on Swope. If we need an old audio clip, Swope's gonna have it. Why? I don't know, I just know he does. The wonderful Buck Swope. You know Buck Swope? Well, yeah. Seem to have kind of an issue with Buck Swope. Right, it always goes back to Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Buck Swope. Mr. Buck T. Swope. What's up, kids? You're listening to Swope's Picks, episode 36. Timmy Tom Tom versus DJ Gabe 911. A little later, we'll be joined by DJ Gabe 911. But right now, let's flash back to October 2018. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Uh, hi. Thanks for your show and all you do. Been listening since 2018. Ha, thanks. Uh, another thing, I feel like I know a lot about power, to be quite honest with you guys. My uncle benches 280 pounds 11 times, squats three bills like it's his job. He doesn't work at Club Fitness, but he totally could if he ever wanted to. Had a three-way with two guys down in Destin last June, and two guys were still all up in his DMs looking for another ride. They want some more of that STL stink muffin. Uh. You, know, you know what else? Mizzou games have turned into nothing more than mixers for local Catholic school parents. Just to open up Facebook late on a Saturday afternoon during the college football season. Nothing but Rodan and Fields reps sipping Pinot Grigio out of their Mizzou Tervis cups while their 19-year-old kid hiding out across the parking lot tries to ignore the fact that mom and dad are going to have a three-way with Tyler's dad on the bus ride back to South County. I don't know that that's the case. (laughs) Eucharistic minister of my ass. I don't even care. Thanks. Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe 911. What the hell did I just read? DJ Gabe, DJ Gabe 911. There's one of the hidden emails. That's right. I mean, without Gangster Pete back there, I don't know if DJ Gabe 911 ever makes his debut on the show. Never, no. (laughs) DJ Gabe, welcome aboard, and Pete, thanks for not sifting that out. I thought we had a... Good one. What a batch, Doug. Bill Pullman was good. Matt who bolted Hanks was good. I thought Timmy Tom Tom and Carlos Spicy Wiener covered the same kind of topic. I'm going with Carlos Spicy Wiener today. I thought we heard a sentence that's one of the best written in a while. Eucharistic minister, my ass. I'm going for DJ Gabe. I'm with Doug. DJ Gabe. I still don't know if this was sent to the right email address. I don't think it was. (laughs) But it's wonderful to have DJ Gabe 911 on board. I mean, and there were plenty of choice emails, but Doug, we might have a new up-and-comer. Yeah, I like that sentence a lot. That covers a lot of ground. (laughs) Eucharistic minister, my ass. What does that mean? I don't even know. It sounds like someone told them they were a Eucharistic minister, and next thing they know, they're having this threesome in South County. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911. Doug, the gentleman who typed the prose Eucharistic Minister, my ass, out of nowhere when he made his debut on October 2nd, 2018, has decided to return oh, on October right. 3rd, DJ 2018. Gabe DJ, that's, yeah, right. DJ we Gabe thought that might be a, an email for somebody else, actually. <laughs> no, this, is, uh, this is for us. I think you were <laughs> I think you are referring to the Melville Bermuda Triangle. It was like there was a Bermuda Triangle but in Melville instead of Bermuda. The way the triangle was aligned was like this. 
Jason was working at the South Lindbergh Fantasy Coachwork Store. That's nice. That's where they detail your car, isn't it? But yes, it is. Remember, he had that big sticker on his Honda that said, Live the Fantasy. It started with him sometime around 1998. Yeah. He apparently got baked and got hit on with some dude. And in turn, the dude got these chrome rims for cost so that they'd keep it on the DL. I don't know, totally remember, but it was something like that with this older gay man who drove a lowrider. Talking to gay men drive lowriders? I, I, I mean, usually I, it's I, like, I, a, like a smaller vehicle. I don't, I don't know what they drive. <sighs> About a mile southeast of this, there is that Petco by Walmart. <laughs> Kyle slept with some dude's wife. And ended up with a free cat somehow. Are these true sentences? Kyle slept Probably. with the dude's wife and ended up with a free cat. <laughs> well, a lot of them, they're just trying to find an adoptive home. Probably got scammed on that. I guess they had a bunch of cats to begin with and gave him one so he wouldn't tell anyone about the arrangement. The third point of the triangle came from that pool hall on Telegraph. There was that gal who was weird as hell and always in there chain-smoking and always wanted to hook up. I made out with her brother who taught karate, but that was forever ago. I don't even care. I guess he was a black belt. He had on the kimono and everything. It was weird as hell. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911. He's in the running. He's new. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. You look back at pictures from like the 20s and the 30s, you, you think, was was anyone attractive back then? Any any of them? Go watch some 20s and 30s porn. Where They're... am I supposed to find that? Oh, just Google it. It's all it's out I'm there. I'm not going to. It's I am all, not going to. It's all black to. and white, but it proves your point that the women weren't really that attractive. Was there lesbianism in these stag films? Uh, a couple I've seen. Yeah. Really? The girls, watch the girls go at it, then the guy walks in, and it's kind of, it's almost like silent movie type stuff. But they were plain girls. Uh, not a lot of shaving, obviously. <laughs> uh, I wasn't necessarily talking about that. You know, the standard of beauty was so much different than it is today. Yeah, and plus, probably what they wore. And then there is something that's like the standard of beauty in any time, like Cloris Leachman. Well, I don't know. Timeless. I don't know that she would be considered a timeless beauty. She's funny. Really? It's been the subject of uh, movie dialogue. Paint me like one of your French girls or Cloris Leachman. That's I don't correct. think I heard that. At DiCaprio, 97. No. Jimmy Cameron. Some some people, women, just never were attractive. Well, that's true. And then there's some that <laughs> that were drop-dead gorgeous back in the day, and then as they got older, you can't you couldn't believe that that lady was actually attractive. Well, Barbara Stanwyck is a that's, good that's example. That's probably the oh, standard, okay. though. Yeah. That happens to most. Yeah, Lauren McCall was drop-dead beautiful back in the day. Well, it's hard to look 23 your whole life. Well, yeah, I know, not everyone, you... Iggy, is like us. That <laughs> as we get older, we actually get better looking. Well, some people, I think Jane Fonda's still attractive. She's 80, Bill. She's 80. But not like she was when she was 20. No, but she's not a dog. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Now, I got to tell you something. Hall of Famer Dave sent in this picture of a young Cloris Leachman. My God, that's a beautiful woman. Yes, she was. I guess most of us only remember her when she was would have been in her 50s or 60s, I guess. She's so. 92 Bills now, Doug, from yeah. Des Moines, Iowa. Hasn't been married uh, since uh, she was divorced from George England in 1979. Think she, she turned a, lesbian? She had a good, I don't think she did, Iggy. Well, she, it's been 40 years. 
Well, you so, think you'd find a man sometime? Well, maybe she just likes to maybe play the field. Maybe she doesn't want to. Yeah, maybe she doesn't want to settle down. Maybe she's like you. Well, most of those Hollywood actresses don't settle down. They find somebody. Huh. Well, that's an interesting question. Hedy Lamarr was a beauty too. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. It's a pretty good fancy. documentary on her on Netflix if you want to watch it. Well, I don't know that I'll have time to watch a documentary on Hedy Lamarr. It's pretty good, Doug. Iggy, keep going. Maybe you can demean every woman who ever lived. That's from Caller Ellen. Wow and wow and wow. Who have I demeaned? Caller Ellen, that's... Every woman. Give me some examples. You just lost your shot at Los Lonely Boys, honey. (laughs) Wow. That is payback. Oh, did she make a mistake. I don't know how you come back from that. Hello, Tim. I hesitate to bother you with this. So today, Iggy once again demonstrated the delicate touch he has with women that makes him a favorite of the fairer sex. The charming went something like this. Have you guys ever watched porn from the 1920s? It's great. All the women are sort of pale and plain and unshaven, and you have to read those Charlie Chaplin subtitles. But it's good if you have absolutely nothing going on in your life and can dedicate an afternoon to something as sad and disgusting as watching a silent film of people your grandparents' age having awkward sex at time and a half speed. (laughs) Anyway, if you ask me, that Cloris Leachman is a real dog. Calm down, Doug. I don't care if she's 80 years old. Jane Fonda's 80. She isn't a dog. Anyway, Cloris is a lesbian, right? I mean, she has to be. She hasn't been married in like 40 years. I wonder if she's available for uh, Iggy straight to the web. Pete, Pete, get in here. Do your job and make a note for me to call Cloris Leachman for an interview of my unsponsored revenue-negative internet show. Anyway, have you ever seen the Hedy Lamar documentary on Netflix? It's pretty good. What's that? Call Helen just texted in. Is that unhappy with the way I talk about women? I can't figure out what I ever did to that broad other than discuss all women in demeaning terms, act like they're possessions to be acquired and discarded at will, and handle myself like the poster child of an unaware chauvinistic pig. Oh. Whatever, you just lost your chance to go see Los Lonely Boys, honey. Thanks. Doug, that's Timmy Tom Tom holding up a mirror. Oh, he's back. Timmy Tom Tom. Wow, we mm. have a, that's a strong oh, batch. God. They're all good. Hey, uh, any of you guys know how to close an above-ground pool for the season? It's supposed to stay hot through the weekend, but then drop. Time to shut the old pee bath down. Let me know. I'm free most days during normal work hours. My family pays in beer and fingerings? That's from DJ Gabe 911. This guy's something to keep an eye on. DJ Gabe 911. Impressive, impressive batch. Uh, I think the clear winner in a very good field was Timmy TomTom. I thought he was very good. I thought Carlos Spicy Wiener was right there with him. Sometimes we forget the first ones yeah. because we laugh again later on in the list. I'm going to go with Carlos Spicy Wiener. And look what I have in my little pincers. Carlos Spicy Wiener and Timmy Tom Tom. God, I don't know. I'm going to go Timmy Tom Tom. I'm yeah, going to go Timmy Tom Tom. But I mean, it was it, Lucas. Ace King Pocket Queens, 5347. I mean, it was that close. Congratulations, Timmy Tom Tom. You are on the board for the month of October. Doug, that's Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom Tom. Saw a learned tweet uh, yesterday at uh, Iggy regarding uh, whether or not, was it Top Shooters was in Columbia, Illinois? Was that the question? Yes, it is. And then Iggy uh, Learn responded with the Google image uh, GIF. Doug, do you say GIF or GIF? GIF. Uh, And then Iggy responded, sorry I bothered you. And then Learn said, you don't bother me. I'm just trying to make you appear smarter, Iggy. Google, it's a thing. Mm. I know it doesn't involve tweeting at me, but I think you'll like it. Oh, man. 
Oh, wait a um, minute. You know Caustic response. First of all. For a long time. First of all. Then I responded she, with a Fredo image. She said you <laughs> tweeted at her. How come you didn't read her the riot act like you do me? She said you tweeted at her. It's not Well, tweeting. I did tweet at her. I didn't respond to a tweet. I tweeted at her asking her. <laughs> Because we wanted to find out. And I think Tim might have said, why don't you tweet That's learn? right. I suggested it. And yeah, I that's did. right. So. And then, of course, I Googled it and found the information right away. You did. I just didn't want to Google I'd rather tweet learn. Sure. But, yes, I tweeted learn. I didn't respond to her tweet. I tweeted at her, at yes. At her, yeah. Not responding. But it seemed and like it was a little you... smart-ass comment. And then you put, I'm smart, not like everyone says. And you have a picture of Fredo. <laughs> yeah. That's a good response. I'm smart and I want respect. You think it's over between the two of you now? Yeah, she seemed very intrigued. <laughs> now, maybe she's just playing the game like I played. I don't know. I think Ooh. she might be. Yeah. Little baby games. Those, those are the statements of a man about to be arrested for stalking. <laughs> no, I think she's just playing the game like I <laughs> What? I'm under arrest? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think she knows me well enough or the show well enough to know when I'm just playing around. And I think maybe she takes it seriously, and I don't know. Oh, you think she's taking it seriously? Well, that was kind of a smart-ass comment, but maybe she's <laughs> maybe she's being sarcastic too and just having fun with it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know her well enough to know her personality, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is going to end up with the restraining order. No, it's text fun. me and I'll talk dirty to you. Okay. <laughs> no, I think if she even if, all she has to do is ask the you man about me and he'll say he's harmless. I would think or so. Ankiel. Yeah, or Ankiel. So I don't know. I don't talk to her other than that. It's not like I. Although I did ask her if she wanted to, her and Tim wanted to put a team together for Gobble Bowl, and oh, she, she never responded. So. <laughs> Tim is her re- husband, for the record. Yeah. Now we're starting to uncover evidence for the restraining order. <laughs> no, slowly get, but surely. I didn't get a response, and then I just sent another one back. I said, oh, well, maybe next year. Yeah, <laughs> next year might be better for the schedule. Oh, the tangled web we weave. Maybe she's just not a bowler. Well, there's a lot of people on the, here that don't bowl, Doug. There's not a lot of good bowlers out there. I bet Iggy is really weird in bed. That's from Aaron, who's a girl in the Chuck. Hmm. Send in a picture. Yeah. <laughs> That's not crazy. I'll let you know how weird I'll get. Oh, no. No. Are you interested in this, Aaron? I said I need to see a picture. You, you don't know her. I'm very You shallow. do know the Swinghaven board member. Well, if that's his picture, and right. I believe it is, um, but I don't know him. Did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of girls' personalities I like to go out with. Just dumbass Hoosiers. You like, you like that? Yeah, they're simpletons. They're easy to fool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Hey, I'm we, down. We got four tickets to Gaga. You want to go with me and Biff? Sure. You don't like an intelligent gal. In the short No, term. because they usually make me look like an idiot. Today, Iggy treated us to another Caro. <coughs> Excuse me, Karoakian stream of consciousness rant on life, love, and women that went something like this. You guys remember how I tweeted it like yesterday to see if Shooters was in Colombia rather than Googling it like a normal person with a phone would do? Well, she got back to me, and it is. So suck on that, you texter a holes. I was right. Anyway, I think Learn might be getting wise to the fact that I'm strange and possibly unstable. She never responded to my email about participating in Gobble Bowl. Yeah, but that's okay. I did what any reasonable person would do and emailed her a second time letting her know not to worry about ignoring my first message and assuring her that I'll email her next year with the exact same request. You know what? Learn needs to ask the U-man about me and he'll let her know that I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah, she needs to talk to the U-man or maybe Ricky Ankiel. Either one. Wait, what's that? Aaron just texted in wondering if I'm weird in bed. 
Guy Aaron or girl Aaron? Whatever, it doesn't matter. We'll send in a picture, honey, and I'll let you know how weird I can get. Speaking of completely abnormal sexuality, anyone else like dating really dumb chicks, you know, to make yourself feel less not smart? Personally, I'm into super dumb, troubled preteens like that paint-huffing, cash-me-outside girl. Yeah, I get real weird with her. Anyway, you know Nina from the fan page? She's a total sweetheart. Anyway, Nina knows Potter Varley. Yep, old Potter is all right. <laughs> Nina went to high school with Potter and actually remembers two girls I dated back then that I don't remember all. Me and my brother were such studs. Anyway, what were we talking about? Thanks. Doug, that's Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom Tom. Tom hmm. Tom sit there and superimposed and, and wrote down everything that was said on this show. <laughs> I know, and, and to good effect, I might add. Yeah, it was good. Debbie told me... I represent everything that's wrong with Kim's Wick Apple Butters Festival. T- tough taint. That's showbiz, Deb. Well, anyway, I decided to look up the producer, Iggy, yesterday on the computer. Guys, all day long, he kept posting videos he shot out his windshield while driving up and down Manchester listening to Los Lonely Boys. This is happening at noon on a Thursday. Doesn't he have either work to do or another job? Zero comments. Zero. Zero likes and a half dozen consecutive videos backed by a soundtrack consisting of the most mediocre songs ever recorded by Mexicans in black jeans and tight-ribbed maroon t-shirts from Structure. (laughs) The creepiest thing, though, honest to God, was when his hand would creep into the frame of the steering wheel. The hand looked like it could have belonged to the old lady on Titanic. Just this bony old claw like you'd find handing out, you know, Werther's original wrapped in used Kleenex at Del Mar Gardens. That's not a bony Accompanied by a weak old voice saying, sore throat, here, suck on this. I'll have one. I don't even care. Doug, that's Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe. 911, and that's what we have for the Hot Shots email today. There were more. I just ran out of time. Now kind of a misty theme. You uh, think this might be Misty Plops now? I don't think now. so, but that was more Misty route than what he'd gone in the past. Wow, you know? wow, wow. I like Timmy Tom Tom. I like Gabe. I'm going back. I'm going Gabe. God, it's not easy now. Well, I mean, the yeah. championship play. All four that you read were really good. All four of them were really good. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go with Carlos Spicy Wiener. I, could, I mean, I think you, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I'm on this DJ Gabe 911 train, though, and that's where my vote is. Dang, damn it, Lucas. Well, I thought. Is that who you voted for, uh, the cat? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I would have voted for him, too. So. You would have gone for DJ Gabe? I mean, this DJ Gabe, Doug, is now taking the lead. Tom Tom was good. Yeah, Very it was good. A, it was a good yeah. match. Very good. Rokas from Rokas Glendale. Glendale. Good. New emailer. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. Yes, Today is 1010, the day of the tens, they call it. Hey, real quick, I want your listeners to know that if they stop in and see me at Fantasy Coachworks on Lindbergh today before 5, I'll give them 10 of our signature Live the Fantasy window decals for the price of 9. It's our most famous 10 for 9 deal going on today only. Now, some of you might be asking yourself, why on earth would I want a 3-foot by 2-foot sticker that says Live the Fantasy across the back window of my Ford Taurus? 
That's a valid question. And like I said, I'm here until five with this deal. So don't miss out. Get one of these bad boys on your car and start getting a whole new level of South County tail. <laughs> Just read the testimonials on our MySpace page. Rick slapped one on his Thunderbird, and within six weeks, he kicked that Melville High School Class of 99 skank to the curb <laughs> and traded up to a 2001 Notre Dame High School grad with a fat ass and hair extensions. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We can all win here. That's from Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> that was good. I mean, that's what we have with that Chats email of the day. Doug, quickly. Uh, I'll say DJ Gabe 911. Was it Timmy TomTom? Uh, yes, Timmy okay. TomTom. Timmy TomTom. God, and those were the two best. I'm going DJ Gabe 911. I, I think it's an era, but it's a special era. Congratulations to DJ Gabe 911. You've got email today. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. That was the beauty of hedonism. The beauty of hedonism. You would see a couple out in the raft having sex. You would have to. Very nice. You'd have to hop over a couple. You know, giving a handy on my way to the room oh. every once in a while. Claiborne had told me. My Claiborne had said when I was going out. He goes. I think Leon Lett's going to be down there when you're down there. <laughs> Leon Lett had the uh, issue in the Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Right. Let the fumble go. And sure, <laughs> don't touch it. And sure enough, I'm in line, and this big dude comes up to me and goes, you must be Iggy. Claiborne told me to look for a little guy with blonde hair. I said, like nine guys that matched that. He goes, yeah. I said, yeah, I'm Iggy. He goes, Clay said you'd be down here. <laughs> so I met wow. Leon Lett in a roundabout way through Claiborne. So, I so did you I, watch I Leon Lett? perform activities no no i just saw him that night at dinner i didn't see Sitting him. like a Gosh. good little cuck at the foot of the pullout <laughs> i'm sure he stayed on the prude side he wasn't down at the nude side uh hey so i just finished hooking up a new jl audio 2000 watt amp to a pair of kicker 12 inch competition subs in the back of a 99 mercury cougar for one of our high-end clients when i feel a tap on my shoulder <laughs> you gave the hulking voice said who wants to know? I replied. Me, he answered. Leon Lett, former American football defensive tackle, the Dallas Cowboys and Denver Broncos. Clay said I would find you here, living the fantasy inside this vehicle alteration palace on South Lindbergh. Guys, no joke. He had me put a big purple racing stripe all the way across his Saturn Ion from the front license plate to, of the up the hood and the roof all the way to the back. Then on the hood, he had me airbrush paint in calligraphy the words nude side on the driver's side and brute side on the passenger side. I finished up right around closing time. And just like the scene with Jennifer Parker at the end of Back to the Future, I said to him, how about a ride, mister? Guys, no joke. I locked up the store and the two of us drove away nude in his Saturn. Both nude and both on the nude side of the car. With him driving and me riding alone in the back seat behind him. <laughs> Thanks. Doug, that's Gabe, also known as DJ Gabe 911. Where did this guy come from? I don't know. DJ Gabe 911. Yeah, all right, that's what we got for the Hot Shots email of the day. All right, we got... Th Gabe, Timmy, Tom, Tom, those are the two final. Gabe, I'm going Timmy, Tom. 
I'm not. I'm going with DJ Gabe 911. God, this is this this spot here as the deciding vote is getting tougher and tougher. I mean, I set aside DJ Gabe, and I set aside Timmy Tom Tom. I'm a DJ Gabe guy though right now. I mean, oh, we're in a special that. time in history, and DJ Gabe has no. shipped the hot shots email of the day. I'm I mean, sure I would have never guessed. That fantasy coach works on South Lindbergh. <laughs> I think the guy who ran it kind of looked like Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart. <laughs> and I got to tell you, the idea of Leon letting him going down South Lindbergh, it works for me. It works for mm. me a whole lot. Yeah. And he has won the Hot Shots email of the day. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. The Hot Shots email of the day, and I think I'm anxious to see what Swope what does with the, the October 2018 competition with Swope's picks, because DJ Gabe 911's emergence from out of absolutely nowhere mm-hmm. in a very strong field has has kind of set this market on its ear. In particular, his his knowledge of fantasy coach works a very popular. Uh, car detailing place in the 1980s in South County uh, that I thought, frankly, was no longer in business. Well, I still have a business plan. Uh, is is something that really is working, but at the same time, it's not like Timmy Tom Tom is slipping up. No, it's just this DJ Gabe 911 has become a force. He's an up and comer. Uh, somebody found an old Fantasy Coachworks commercial on YouTube and posted it to the fan page. Have you found Fantasy Coachworks Blues win last night? Have you found Fantasy Coachworks? Don't let amateurs experiment with your car. Hi, I'm Fantasy Jim. At Fantasy Coachworks, we know your car is a major investment. Fantasy Coachworks can reduce operating and maintenance costs, enhance the appearance of your car, and make your investment worth more at trade-in time. Visit a Fantasy Coachworks showroom near you. And live the fantasy. Oh, just hot. Wow. God, what was that? Scorching hot. Did you see that, Brad? Almost too hot for television. Somebody was saying in the the fan page thread that that looked like Lady Gaga. Oh, was it Gaga? I believe it was her. The age thing wouldn't have matched up. But they said facially she looked like Lady Gaga. This party will be in your Rathskeller? In my Rathskeller. Okay. And you can join in watching it streaming. Free of charge. Yeah, we're not, char- we're, not, oh. we're, not, we're not We're not charging. Well, it's an experiment. Like I said, it's a Benoit ball. Now, Plowboy, where will you smoke the marijuana? I'm not anti-marijuana, but I just don't think it'll be best for right the fra- fragrance of the home to have it going on Well, I, I know my, my weed smoking etiquette. I certainly would never do it in But where will home. you do it? Where will you do um, it? Just I have, so the Kirkwood police know. I have a, yeah. Right in his backyard up on the so corner Tim can of, be arrested. No, uh, I'll just, I'll have my wax pen, which is odorless, so... I can go, you know, go out for a cigarette, take a hit of the pen, and it won't smell. It's a wax pen. I'm not going to get involved in explaining to but you. But you just said <laughs> you brought it up. And then he wax, asked you a no question. You were like, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> you just brought it up. Okay, so you have your marijuana. The, we like to call that flower. You got the Now, flower. wax is made from marijuana, and it has a higher THC potency. So it's you don't smoke it like marijuana. It has a higher THC potency. You need to, like, melt it. And so what this wax pen does is get to the proper heating mechanism, huh. and it melts the wax, creates a smoke. You can't have it too hot because it'll just, you know, eliminate that wax without actually you getting utilized multiple hits out of it. So, yeah, that's how I'll be doing it, Tim. I... And so where will you smoke that chronic? I'll probably go out to the end of the street where I usually smoke cigarettes at strangers. Not a stranger, but at 
at a home that isn't mine right. or my yeah, parents. Nice I'll make see, sure. Like, so one of the neighbors sees you standing outside well, their no, house. Well, no, I, I don't like the street. To, I don't like to put I'll the make butts. make you real popular in the hood, Tim. <laughs> I, I would like to disperse of the butts, you know, somewhere that isn't right next to his house to where the, you know, it right. could. Three houses over. Just in the middle of the street. And at that point, it's out of Excuse my me, hands. Tim, when it's in the is street. Is this guy with you? When something's in <laughs> the street, the it's out of my hands. I put the cigarette in the middle of the street and it blows into somebody's yard. I didn't put it there. The wind did. Doug Kirkwood uh, PD is just going to be posted up. Oh, they're going to be swarming. Probably will be. Swarming. Looking for wax pins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with fall time here, it's time to kick back and enjoy those special delights that only a Midwest autumn can serve up. Fire pit nights with the neighbors, collecting colorful leaves for the scrapbook with your boo. And 30% off window tinting now through October 31st. Guys, this deal is too huge for me not to write it and mention. Trust me, once you go black windows, you'll never go back windows. Oh. <laughs> also, we have that thing we can hook up to your car's exhaust that makes it sound like an old Asian gentleman wheezing, <laughs> which is really big right now with the whites in Melville. So if you want to live the fantasy and let us install that system on your whip before the end of the year, you'll get us as an added bonus a letter of acceptance into St. Mary's High School and your choice of a gently used pair of Tommy Hilfiger jeans or the company of a mean, heavy set Hoosier gal with a perm that looks wet to the touch. Harvest time <laughs> options, baby. Live the fantasy. That's from Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe 911. Doug, this guy's a force. DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> it might be DJ Gabe 911's time. It could be. Yeah, he's really first to the forefront. So that Southern ma'am, Miss Anna Marie, is demonstrating the charm and class that make her the first lady of TMA and is allowing her husband, Mr. Tim McKernan, to host an M-I-Z-Z-O-U watch party in her Rathskeller with Timmy's super friend, friends, Iggy. Why would I root for Mizzou? I didn't go to school there. Don't you remember I did my post-secondary training at the Cordon Blues week-long steak Diane and Cherry's Jubilee preparatory program. Plus, I placed a bet on Alabama in the over, so I hope the Tide beat the Tigers by like 70 strode. And Dan Aaron, hey, Timmy, you mind if I go smoke marijuana, wax, and darts in front of your neighbor's house? Don't worry. I have excellent smoker's etiquette and will throw my butts in the street so when they wind up on their front lawn, it will technically be the wind's fault and not my own. Hey, I don't hate Mizzou. I just hate their fans and hope they embarrass themselves so I can taunt strangers on Tiger Board Atkins. The only thing this Missouri viewing party will be missing is Joe Roderick showing up in a wet swimming suit, standing barefoot on Tim's infant son's sterile play area, and shaking butt sand all over his Elysium Restoration basement before tearing off his t-shirt and bouncing up and down to show the 12 or so people watching on Facebook Live how much action he has in his B-cups. Oh. M-I-Z. Ah. That's from Timmy Tom Tom. Good ones, but I think the best one was Gabe. Gabe was good. Yes, he was. Gabe was good. I'm going to go with Timmy Tom Tom. God, and once again, those are my two finalists. This is not an easy spot to be in. God, I don't know if I'm going against Gabe just because I feel like I've gone well, too for Gabe. Cedar. I planted that seed. I know, earlier. so you're in my kitchen. I got to tip my cap. It's so meta. I think Timmy Tom Tom was the best. I'm going with Timmy Tom Tom. Right. It is not easy. This is a tough spot. It's a tough spot. But Gabe is so good. He's still and you know what else? Carlos Spicy winner is good. So is Bill Pullman. Yeah. yeah we're just, we're, we're, special time. Days. we're at yeah. a special time right now in this game. Doug, that's Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom Tom. Hey, guys. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I own a small AM radio station quite similar to yours. I didn't know that. I thought he worked at Fantasy Coachworks. Uh, we've got both. some problems as... 
Any business does, but it's all good. We're a team here, and every member of our staff is incredibly valuable and should feel good about themselves. We'll accept our sales staff who are a bunch of losers <laughs> who suck at their jobs and couldn't sell a sex slave to Eric Greitens. I feel like as I'm, <laughs> I feel like as I'm reading this, that this might not be in my best interest oh, to continue to read kind of like not. the Potter Varley library. Discard it. Discard so, it. Then. Maybe Gangster Pete on his next read-through before he sends them in. Who wrote that? We'll put him on notice. Well, it's DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911 has been put on notice. Just puts us in an awkward spot. He's on notice a period of two days' time. You know, like when Potter Varley busts out the live read, awkward spot. (laughs) Listeners coming in to make reference to Dan Caesar articles, awkward spot. Didn't... Know it was the leadoff hitter. Okay. I don't read through them before I get them. Well, he's been put on notice, and that won't feel very good. And I'm a DJ Gabe 911 guy, too. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. Doug, DJ Gabe 911 has just come back like Jordan. Okay. Can he close the gap on Timmy Tom Tom trailing 6 4? Hey, saw a whole lot of pictures on Facebook from Mizzou's homecoming weekend. Let me tell you, a whole heck of a lot of pictures of South County Catholic school moms hitting the sauce and loosening up. (laughs) I've said it before and I'll say it again. That is what weekends at this poor school have become. A chance for Linda and Beth, the two tan chubby soccer moms, to put on their Uggs and chase hoes. Doug, and it's spelled H-O-S-E, so it's not lesbianism. It sounds like it's it's a reference to men. Yeah, I don't know that that went on there. Let's just say Jonte Porter isn't the only one headed into Monday with some banged-up knees. I don't know about that. (laughs) Think about it. There were tens of thousands of people down there for the weekend. You know at least 100 parents ended up cheating on their spouses by hooking up with either another parent or, dare I say, a smooth-talking student. You now out of all of these drunk people, a few dads kissed another man for the first time. I don't know that that's true. It's simple math. It happened. So hell, even the guy on the hunger strike wasn't opposed to sucking on some guy's fingers. Word around the campfire over here at the coach works this morning is that Andrew's dad woke up in a sex swing in the Sigep's garage this morning. I just don't and think so. And is currently driving back to South County with no shirt on and all the windows down trying to get the pee smell off of him. I can't be the case. <laughs> Before tonight's athletic association meeting, M-I-Z-G-A-Y. Yeah, baby. Know what I'm saying? That's from Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe 911. Doug, I should have gone to the homecoming game. None of that happened that I saw. (laughs) DJ Gabe 911. So, do you know Andrew's dad? Uh, Well, I know an Andrew. (laughs) Could you text him to see if he woke up in a sex I'm not going to do that. I don't think there's any truth to it at all. I just don't. And that's all we have for the Hot Shots email of the day. But the boys, they came equipped. Up. Okay, there was a few good ones. But the one that stood out, and I don't think there's any question, is Timmy Tom Tom. I'm not going to vote for him. I'm going to vote for a fellow by the name of DJ Gabe. I'm with DJ Gabe 911. I mean, I'm a DJ Gabe 911 lemming. And I feel like there's something to these apparent chubby soccer moms from South County going down to the University of Missouri and hooking up. I don't think they did that. They may have wanted to, but I don't think they did had any luck. What about what about two dads kissing? No, you that didn't voted for either. that. You really think the the 19, well, you voted for that. You really think the nineteen twenty year old college guy is looking for the chubby soccer mom from South County who's thirty five years older than him? Well, you voted. I don't for think it. that's happening. 
Uh, well, it made for a funny email, <laughs> but I, nonetheless, he made up the whole thing, which is harder to do than just a litany of what Iggy said earlier, which is what Timmy Tom Tom. Oh, you're critical of Timmy Tom Tom's well, style. Well, I'm, I'm not critical. I'm saying that's his style is to make fun of what Iggy said as opposed to <laughs> DJ Gabe 911 is actually inventing stuff. But what about Andrew's dad in the sex suite? That didn't happen. Sagap House. I, I, you can put a, a name to it in a place. It doesn't make it any more true. Sigap. Look, those students, sorry would, for the those students would rather bank somebody's mom than a girl their own age. No, they so? would. Because then you they are, can go brag about it. You couldn't be any more wrong hey, about that. did you hear I banged Stevie's mom? Oh, now, come Stevie? on. Can we get him on tomorrow? I'm just making names oh, up. But, but it I sounded think, believable there. I think they'd rather sleep with wives and mothers than their own age. Incorrect. I'll put a poll up on the fan page. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. Hey guys, apparently I offended the SIG apps yesterday. BFD. Frats are the absolute worst and I don't care. They're cults for people who think they're too smart to be tricked into joining a cult. I went to Merrimack. We didn't have frats. You know what we had? A bunch of guys named Dave who had fake diamond earrings, drove Mitsubishi Eclipses, and sold ecstasy. I'll take my chances with the Daves, and I'll be damned if one of them ever tries to pour Jaeger down my father's butt crack in celebration of a 4-3 and three football team. <laughs> <laughs> you people should be ashamed of yourselves. Leave me alone. I've got work to do. Dave just pulled into Coachworks for his 10 o'clock appointment. We're putting some ground effects on his whip. <laughs> and his payment, he's letting me have 10 minutes alone with his father. Oh. Dave Sr., oh. the French kiss king of South Lindbergh. <laughs> I don't like that. Dave Sr. used to be a stereo install guy at Best Buy until he got pinched for monster jamming. That's when a guy who works on your car puts on a Gravedigger t-shirt and pleasures himself in your back seat. No. Big shocker. He's got a SIG F tattoo on his ankle. Quit calling me names. Thanks, Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911. Wow. wow and wow. Uh, yeah, there were three really good ones. Any of them could be a winner between Timmy Tom Tom, DJ Gabe 911, and Mr. Bob Walt Nichols. <sighs> Just because we haven't had a whole lot of Siamese twin humor lately, I'm going to give it to Mr. Bob Walt Nipples. I really like the use of uh, circulation socks from Timmy Tom Tom. I thought DJ Gabe 911 uh, was the best. I'm going DJ Gabe 911. I mean, I'm, I'm staunchly in his corner at this moment. I don't know what to do about it. I like the whole fantasy coach works narrative. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy Dave. coach works. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. Hey guys, your thing is tonight, right? Right next door to a custom sound store, I see. Yikes. Hey, no big whoop. If you're looking to spend 15% <laughs> more than you should on two 12 inch kicker competition subs, by all means, drop in and say hello to those bastards. Gosh, wish I could join you guys tonight and sell hello to a bunch of people I don't know, but I'll be having sex all night up at the Ground Round. Wow, I used to go to the Ground Round in Rochester, Minnesota. They had peanut shells on the floor. Yeah, they used to go to one in Clayton. And they have sex? Not there, not the Ground Round, no. You try to talk them into it at the Ground Round. On Thursday nights, they do this deal where kids get to step onto a scale, and whatever they weigh is what their guardian pays for them to eat. So, for example, last Thursday, this short little fella hops onto the scale. 
He's wearing an ITD roll shirt covered with wing sauce stains from 2004. Scale says he weighs 265 pounds. His caretaker is then pays $265. And they eat crab legs and apple turnovers until one of them passes out. Meanwhile, I'm out back making love to the other 265-pounder in the equation. Their Oats bus driver, Bron, who looks like a cross between Kate Hudson and Leon Spinks. That's a hell of a look. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's a pretty good look. Yeah, it sure it is. Hey, quick shout-out to Leon Spinks, if that's okay. Leon, yeah, baby. I'm his rim guy since 91. No joke. <laughs> Champ lives in the fantasy. Custom sounds can go pound sand. I see you, Vince, you assistant manager bitch. Thanks, Doug. That's Gabe, and he's also known as DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911. I'm sorry. The one I liked the best was DJ Gabe. I'm going to go with a fellow by the name of Timmy Tom Tom. Today is a DJ Gabe day, which means Dead. DJ Gabe yeah, has Lucas. taken the lead in the month of October. Wow. Didn't even know this guy was a month ago. Never seen. Have we seen this before, Doug? I don't think we've seen this before, Doug. Wow. No. Doug, that's DJ Gabe 911. <laughs> DJ Gabe 911. The Wildwood Whisker Biscuit says, It takes a lot within the context of this show to be really effing weird, but yet here we are. <laughs> Guys, was that Nell with Stingray? Doug, that's an obscure reference to a wonderful Jodie Foster film from the mid-1990s, I believe. Why don't you come over tonight and watch Nell? Well, I'm busy tonight. Yeah, she got naked twice in that movie, too. There you go. See? Nell, who was Nell? Jodie Foster? Ashra, Ashra. Okay, I don't remember the picture. Uh, yeah, Daddy Padre, what can I do for you? What up, boys? Well, not much. Yeah, Saturday night was pretty crazy. I got I, I broke a pretty decent sweat, Doug, just going booking it to my car and then booking it downstairs. Where do you have to park? Where do you park? Yeah, you get players I, parking. I park in the same spot. Yeah, well, kind of. It's it's like right. It's down low or whatever by like where I can get in the locker room. So it's like they let me park in that garage next door instead of attached to the arena. Do they give you free yeah, parking? So I, yeah, I get free park. Uh, that was like one of the things with the whole. Your agent got you that. So. <laughs> right. So when Alan, Alan gets uh, hit in the head and skates off, do you immediately get up from your seat and go get the gear? No, well, it's funny it's not true. I, I, well, I kind of looked at it and see what, what he did because at first, I, I didn't know if it was like his leg or his shoulder or whatever, but then, I don't know, I saw him, I saw him booking it to the locker room. So I was like, all right, well, I got to get ready. So I called the guy, no. And then he said he'd meet me downstairs. And I said, okay. So I went and got my gear, went downstairs, got about half-dressed. And then I just kind of hung out in the equipment room with Bortuzzo and the guy I was talking to because he was scratched last night. I, I should have asked him if he if he do better than me in that, Doug. Yes, he would have. He would have. So you don't even get and, to sit uh, on the bench when you're the backup goaltender. No, it's a it's a league rule because I guess it's some some sort of safety issue. I don't know. That's what they were saying. <laughs> and, uh, you may get hurt really on the bench, but go but... stand in front of the net. 150 mile an hour shots is okay. I know. It doesn't really make much sense. Human history is full of great rivalries that changed the direction of history and reshaped the world in which we all live. We've had the Romans versus the invading barbarians, which led to the dark ages of medieval times. Great Britain versus a scrappy band of colonists, which set the stage for the United States to take its place at the top of the international pecking order. The USA versus the USSR, which led to the redrawing of global boundaries and established the world order in which we all currently live. And now, 
a 60-year-old third-string radio producer with a curious ponytail mm. and unsavory sexual past versus a 95-pound puck dummy with a parking spot in the garage next door to the arena who is an injury to a netminder away from having to run to his car for his men's league quality equipment and prepare to stand in front of an ornery group of professional ice assassins as they fire frozen rubber discs at his tiny, sad body at upwards of 100 miles per hour, which lead to an exchange that went something like this. What's that? Danny Padres on the phone? What's that attention whore want? Is he calling to tell us all about how he vomited on his shoes when he saw Jake Allen go down? What a clown. By the way, did you ever see that movie Nell? You know, the one about the feral woman child who lives in the woods by herself and grunts and scratches and can't do anything even remotely human? Well, she gets naked twice in that movie. It's pretty good. What do you want, Padre? What's up, big boy? Iggy, why you dissing the brand, kid? I just wanted to call in and let you know that you were nervous to hang out with Learn. Ha, good one. Anyway, the Blues wouldn't let me sit on the bench with them after I geared up on Saturday because I'm tiny and frail and essentially have the body of a malnourished child, and they say it wouldn't be safe for me to sit that close to the ice, but I'm still on the team, which makes me cool. Thanks. That's from Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom Tom. And that's what we have for the Hot Shots email of the day. Uh, I liked Hipster, but I'm going to go with Carlos Spicy Wiener. Oh, well, he was good. I think Timmy TomTom's a little better. I mean, I I got, I got, set aside just Butch and Timmy TomTom. I'm going just Butch. Well, I mean, now he got himself upset. suspended. Uh, so, Plowhawk, you have a very powerful vote here today. I got Timmy TomTom. Oh. Timmy TomTom has just tied it up with DJ Gabe 911. Okay. Timmy TomTom has just tied it up with well, DJ sure Gabe 911 with two emails to go in the month. Doug, that's Timmy TomTom. Timmy Tom, Tom. I'm telling you what, and I know Pete can confirm. He didn't bring it up, but he smelt it. I laid one. No, you didn't. Not today, I, you didn't. I, I took it to the woodshed this no, morning. No, why? And it was, Are you why? happy about that? I'm not, but I, 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 we bashed Pete a lot about it, and he he does deserve he does good some works. of that. He does good works. But this morning... R.I.P. to that bathroom. No, come on, do that at home. Uh, Can I ask you this, Plasma? Are you enough, ashamed? Uh, are you ashamed, or you just you're just doing what comes naturally? Doing what comes natural. I had the two for twenty at Applebee's. You know, decided to splurge <laughs> a little bit. Had that. Then went to Tuesday morning. I uh, got some candles and uh, some knickknack items. But yeah, I had that eight ounce sirloin with the tater <laughs> and the green beans. And oh man, it was so bad this morning. In 2018, women statistically overtook men for the first time. In cheating. That's also supported by the registration number published by the Canadian-born Isabel Martin for ah, her affair portal. What's that? When building Ashmad.com, we concentrated on putting the sexual needs of our female members in the forefront. <laughs> Discretion is also our top priority. So we have a strict selection policy when it comes to males becoming members. Where's so that I, story from, Tim? Loveexplained.com. Gangster Pete sent it on over. Okay, it's called a portal. Now and uh, I'm sure the vetting process is very, very, yeah. very strict. And I'm sure it's almost all women too, and hot ones like by curious <laughs> lesbians. Sure it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you think about the recent growth in infidelity in relationships? I think it's a natural development in an advanced country like Germany. The options are just too diverse these days to ignore. I feel like there's a small revolution happening for women right now, and I'd be lying if I said it was a bad thing. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sakes. It's I had to interview this guy who runs that company because nobody else would. But Why that's did you according have to, to interview someone that 
Because like, they they thought that thing? they thought that I would be the one who could actually Who's do the they? Interview. <laughs> the radio station. All they right. were they were a sponsor. Right, I didn't know. You made it seem oh, like I a, remember that they were a sponsor. At one so they point. were a sponsor when we owned the time. Inside STL owned, I believe it was sixty-seven percent of the advertising inventory, and KFNS parent company owned thirty-three percent. But we would keep one hundred percent of what we sold. They kept one hundred percent of what they sold, and everything was was fine. And so they had the right to put on advertising on the show. I remember that. I don't think we did live reads. Who the hell would do a live read? <laughs> I don't no think thanks. so. But there yeah. were hey. there were recorded spots. Yeah, yeah. and they wanted to do an interview with the guy, <clears throat> and they said well, Iggy will do it. He doesn't care. <laughs> Yeah, and you didn't, right? You didn't care. Well, I did it, and they asked me to do it. I I do anything anybody asks me if it helps the station. Well, DJ Gabe nine one one and Timmy Tom Tom are tied, and you know that they're going to be ratcheting it up today. On today's episode of Mad Libs Radio, Plowboy gave a rundown of the romantic evening for two he had with his better half that ultimately led to him leaving a toilet in his place of employment in such a state of disrepair. That Pete, a man with the class of a garbage-eating hobo who actually waits until he enters a sealed, ventilation-lacking studio where his co-workers are trapped for hour-long stretches of time to drop ass, had to think twice before entering for his morning routine of doing unthinkable things to the bowl while sending Tim links for articles about how the uptick in Americans cheating on their spouses is somehow a good thing. Anyway, highlights of Plowsy's date included dropping a Jackson on a couple of prime cut steaks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and an app at the local Applebee's paying money to Goodwill for the right to haul strangers' garbage off their premises and back to his house and stopping in at the neuter box. Doug, is that what it's called? A neuter box? I don't no, know it's Tuesday called. morning. So his girlfriend could purchase some home decor while completely removing both of his testicles. And then there was Iggy with, back at the old studio, they wanted someone to do an on-air interview with the founder of Ashley Madison. And they figured I wouldn't mind doing it, given my lack of awareness of sexual norms and my habit of banging married women in a treehouse, which wasn't actually in a tree, but it was still a treehouse. I say it was a tree out because it was near a tree, the cat. Fine, it was a fort. Is that better? My habit of banging married women in a fort, not a treehouse. That the city of Brentwood built for children in a neighborhood park. Well, of course I said yes, Doug. I'm a team player who will do anything for the station. What's that? Lamping this trash can in the studio? Go after yourself. What, I look like a janitor? Thanks, that's from Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom Tom. <laughs> We're living in a special era in the Hot Shots email of the day. That was scathing. Guys, guess who I ran into last night? Lee May Ferry Larry. I was headed into that creepy Marshalls on South Lindbergh to buy some impressions of cologne. And East Echo? Doug, is it Echo or ECCO? I don't know. Unlimited boxer briefs. And there he was standing outside vaping against the window. There's this fly down on purpose. That's his move. He likes to chase the classic South County husky strange that you'll often find in that particular Marshalls. You know, Melville gals who wear sweatpants all the damn time and aren't afraid to have sex with a guy who went to South County Tech in a primered low rider on the Sam's parking lot. 
Remember when there used to be that powerhouse gym on Lee May Ferry next to Service Merchandise? The one that smelled like a fart from the day they opened until the day they closed. Well, Larry used to stroll through there, find himself a Samba classic wearing CYC coach jacked up on creatine and the Gospel of Luke and scissor him while they banged out reps on a thigh master in tandem, staring deep into each other's eyes. Then he'd walk next door to the service merchandise and buy the guy a waterproof women's Timex watch with his scratch-off money, and he'd say, Here, bitch, wear this so everyone knows you're mine. <laughs> Larry didn't care. Ass was ass, and he was our prince. Give that ass hell. All up and down Mel. That's his credo. Thanks, guys. Great show. I love Joy FM and all you guys do for the community. <laughs> Doug, that's Gabe, a.k.a. DJ Gabe 911. DJ Gabe 911. <clears throat> and that's what we have for the Hot Shots email of the day. Uh, we had some good ones, but to me, there was a clear winner, and that winner is Timmy Tom Tom. Well, Just Butch was pretty good. Carlos Spicy Wiener, good. DJ Gabe 911 good, Tom Tom. but I think Timmy Tom Tom. Yeah. Timmy Tom Tom unanimous has shipped the Hot Shots email of the day, and now at worst is playing for a tie in a sudden death playoff on November 1st. But, Doug, this guy's playing right now at another level. And, and as you said the other day, it's kind of like Francesco Molinari in, in July. There's just I, I nobody really. who's competing with him at this point. Uh, DJ Gabe 911 can try, but Timmy Tom Tom is at another level at this particular moment. Doug, that's Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy Tom, Tom. And then Daddy Padre, tell me if my read is wrong. He DM'd me and said, uh, since I'm already at the game against the Preds, what would I need to do to get in the suite, or am I just out of luck? Mm. Yes, you're out of luck unless you pay three. What is it? 300 bucks? 300 bucks. That All includes right, so, everything. Wait, in there. you wouldn't want a Blues player up there to mingle with the fans? Well, I think when you're gambling, you're looking for some certainty if it's possible. It's elusive, right? Mm -hmm. So in this gamble, here's how you get certainty. You pay $300 for a ticket. That's and right. And then there's no risk whatsoever. Then you get in. Yeah. I responded, I honestly don't know, sir. If the Blues will let you in, that would be great. Then he responded, I mean, I'm not opposed to paying and stuff, too. I know the ticket people, so I can ask them if you don't mind. And I just, I didn't want to get the Blues ticket people involved. What, I, what, they don't have anything to do with it. Right. It's a separate separate thing. My, my read was kind of looking for a ticket. That's That's my read. Daddy Padre, uh, good morning. No, I wasn't, Timmy, I wasn't asking for tickets. I was asking. Doug, do you think I he was asking for tickets? I, I kind of felt If like I'm it. already there. Because I, I don't know if I can stay the whole game in that spot or not. That's why I was asking if I, what I needed to pay to get in. It, it would be, be pretty cool if up. you were up in the suite with us and all of a sudden you get called in and the next thing we know, the guy that we were sitting next to in the suite, Doug, is, is down there on the ice yeah. and rubber's bouncing off the face mask. Or into the net. And then just so there's no confusion and something like that, I think the best way to say, Tim, how much would I have to pay to attend as opposed to that way? It's very clear what you're seeking. Oh, yeah, my bad. I wasn't, yeah, yeah I wasn't trying to like go sit up there. I already have my seats anyways. Right. Me, and, uh, <laughs> me and Dougie hung out yesterday at the Mills. Cat. Doug, you hung out with the Daddy Padre? Well, when he says we hung out, we were there at the same I time. I saw your tweet, uh, yeah. Daddy Padre, like he was uh, Patrick Waugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't look too bad. Yeah, oh, my God, Doug, an endorsement. Look, he didn't look too bad. How about yep. that, Daddy Padre? Hey, thanks, Dougie. Yeah, I, I got, Dougie got, a, Dougie got probably the worst shot possible of me getting absolutely smoked in the chin by Zach Sanford after I took a big stick to the face in floor hockey the night before yeah. with John Vaughn scoring two goals that night. Oh, did you get anything for John? Uh, no, two I, goals? I didn't. 
Yeah, I, I took three yeah, or four little videos of you playing, and I, I picked the one where you looked the best. I'm sure they thought that was funny to hit the goalie in the face. I did get yeah, that one. They, That's why I, showed I got it. hit in the head. I yeah. got hit in the head about four times yesterday. Two times by Shoskinov, and one time by the big rig, and then the other time by uh, what's his face, Stanford. Mm. Wasn't a fun day. But you're okay now, or you? Getting peppered. Oh yeah, I got a little gash in my chin. Daddy Padre had a big show that went like this. Sup, Dougie? It's Daddy Padre, big boy. I wanted to call in and make sure you told everyone you saw me down at practice yesterday, getting drilled by the boys from every direction, like a Thai lady boy. Yeah, the fellas were playing this game called Hit That Bitch in the Face with a Puck, and I took it off the bucket more times than I could count. Zach Sanford won the game when he whipped a biscuit directly off that spot on my face where I took stick during my floor hockey game the night before. Speaking of truly confusing activities in which that grown-ass men are choosing to participate these days, did Johnny tell you about the big night he had playing hockey on a basketball court? He scored two goals against a net without a goalie. You boys had saucy mitts, kids. Uh, or your boy has saucy mitts, kid. Anyway, Timmy, since I'm already going to be at the game eating nachos and waiting for the opportunity to gear up and get humiliated on the ice by people who are my genetic superiors, I was wondering if you and Danny Mac could let me into your $300 ahead suite event so I can bother everyone by bragging about my Enterprise Center parking spot, offer people who have no idea who I am my autograph, and just sort of hang around all night like a wang that unfortunately mm. slipped out of its pants. What's that, the cat? No. Of course I'm not asking for a handout. I'm completely willing to pay. I just figured I'd ask to attend for free first and then do a hard backtrack if anyone called me out for trying to be a freeloader and then say definitively that I'm willing to pay even though there's no way I'll actually attend if I have to pay because $300 is a lot of money and since I'm a millennial, I need to save up so I can chip in with the rest of my floor hockey team to buy another oversized trophy for when we finish our season at 3-8 and but still need to feel good about ourselves. Anyway, I'll, Tim, I'll DM you about the event. Thanks. That's from Timmy Tom Tom. Timmy good. Tom Tom. Pretty good. To whom it may concern, my name is Dr. Debbie Hillikins, and I operate a psychiatric ward that is isolated deep in the smelly pube-covered hills of Bonterra, Missouri. Yesterday, during outdoor morning meditation, we noticed that we were short a person. After an extensive search, we found our missing individual a 49-year-old male named Gabriel inside a rather sophisticated makeshift fort out in the woods four miles from our property. Inside the fort, we recovered a laptop that we now know was stolen from one of our psychiatric nurses several months ago. The web history shows us that he has only used this computer to write emails to your email address and to visit a website called blackxxx.com. Here's the deal. Gabriel has been under our care full-time for the last 13 years. He has multiple personalities and is quite dangerous. Think Michael Myers, but instead of murderous, just dumb and gay. One day he'll emerge from his bedroom with grease all over his arms and face, saying he's been working on cars all night at Fantasy Coachworks. Gentlemen, this place closed more than 15 years ago. I know this for a fact because I used to sleep with one of the racing stripe installers. Doesn't every, isn't ever, did, geez, didn't everyone though. Oh, geez, didn't everyone though. Geez, didn't any, everyone. Exactly, yeah. that's a terrible read on my it's part. okay. This guy used to plow me out behind Ronnie's okay. like I insulted his Mustang or something? No. Anyway, on other days, Gabriel tells us he was all, out all night DJing at the Phoenix on Lee Mary Ferry Road, where he performs under the stage name DJ Gabe 911 Folks, this is a dangerous individual with a passion for receiving the innocent and an even bigger passion for pornographic videos uh, that look like Pedro Serrano. 
If Gabe has asked you to contribute to his Venmo account, asked for a ride anywhere, or begged you for Snapchat spectacles, please ignore these requests and know that these are simply the ramblings of a manipulative sociopath. Last night, we moved him to a more secure location. I can assure you the emails from him have been stopped. Thank you for understanding, and please pray for Sweet Gabriel, or as you've come to know him, DJ Gabe 911. That's Dr. Debbie Hillikins, SLU Medical Class of 88. Hey, Hillikins, let's go Billikins. Dr. Debbie Hillikins, and that's SLU we Medical have Class. For the Hot Shots email today. Okay, we had four really good ones, really good, and they were all very close, but my vote for today goes to Timmy TomTom. He well, got me. He got me. Today would be the day that we're voting. So, yes, today is the day that I'm going to pick a fellow by the name of Tom Tom, Timmy Tom. Timmy Tom Tom has just won the month of October. He has won with nine emails. Doug, Timmy Tom Tom withstands the charge from the rookie, DJ Gabe 911. Mm-hmm. That is fun. You guys got to cover that on Game Over. Right again. Nope. It was fun, Tim. You <laughs> said it was going to be fun. It Doug was. disputed that, but it was we fun. Was that, cover wasn't that. that fun? It wasn't that fun. It was okay. It was nice. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. And we're pleased now to be joined by DJ Gabe 911. How's it going, Swope? How you doing, man? I'm pretty good. The reason we're disc- we're on the phone right now is that uh, on October 2nd, 2018, last year, you sent an email in to the morning after detailing kind of a Mizzou tailgate scene involving parents from South County uh, engaging in some sort of MMF on the on the bus ride home, and you tagged the email, Eucharistic Minister My Ass. What, <laughs> what compelled you that morning to, to send that email in? Oh, gosh. I think at that point in time, it was obviously during college football season and I was noticing more and more my Facebook timeline, especially on, on Saturdays and, and Sunday mornings would be just full of pictures of Catholic school parents down tailgating at Mizzou or wherever, you know, their kids are currently in college. And it got to a point that it was just so excessive. I was, I started feeling bad for the kids. Like, you know, here they're trying to have their college experience. They're down there partying, doing what you do at 19, 20 years old. And here's mom and dad showing up every weekend, you know, with their Uggs on and coolers full of White Claw. And the parents are down there getting tore up. And it's just like, come on, you know, it's ridiculous. Leave the kids alone. Let them have a college experience. Think about how you would have felt if 25 years ago your mom and dad were showing up every week at your college to party on your front lawn. You know, it was just, it was just weird. So that's kind of uh, what got the ball rolling. Eucharistic minister, my ass. I I don't know where that came from, but uh, probably one of the things I'm most proud of. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of got the ball rolling. Now it was kind of a common theme. The Mizzou football tailgate where dads would be kissing for the first time a kissing another man oh, for the sure. first time or yeah. the 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 chubby soccer the chubby tan soccer moms from south county were out chasing hoes h-o-s-e oh, yeah. they they would break down your emails afterwards and iggy was like oh those guys would rather bang somebody's mom you know and it wasn't necessarily a unanimous verdict but uh you, you know you those emails kind of stirred the pot a little bit 
the other main kind of ongoing narrative of your October 2018 run was the fantasy coach works narrative. And that usually involved some sort of um, payola or quid pro quo or under off the books, you know, transaction to kind of cover up some sort of deviant activity. Uh, (laughs) Why fantasy coach works and where did that come from? I'm a South County guy. You know, I was in high school in the 90s. And at that time, I don't think it's like that so much anymore. But at that time, it was a big thing to do stuff to your car. A lot of guys did it. It didn't matter what school you were at. You probably saw it more so at, you know, in the city, uh, DeBerg, St. Mary's. I saw it out. Where'd you see it? I saw it out in uh, West County where I went. Yeah, it it was a thing. Okay. So, yeah, in, in the 90s, that was a big thing guys putting subs in the trunk or, or putting rims, you know, and, and it's, it's ridiculous looking back. I mean, I, I did stuff to my car, tinting the windows and it's like, you're spending $2,000 to pretty up a car that's worth $2,500, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but it was weird though, at that time in history, that was looked at as, as cool. You know, like I know guys that drove bizarre looking low rider trucks and I mean, they were getting girls. And I mean, you, you think about that today and it's just like, no, absolutely not. So, uh, you being a South County guy growing up in that South County mall area, fantasy coach works was one of those places where you would go to, uh, to get this stuff done, you know? And, uh, it's just a hilarious, just the whole story about that story is hilarious. The commercials were hilarious. And now fantasy Jim said that this would up the resale value of the car come trade in time. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I strongly disagree, but there was for anybody from South County will remember like in that area where fantasy coach works was, it's like South Lemberg near where lion's choice is today. Uh, there was also a place called sound central, which was like kind of right next door. That was specifically the, audio stuff and then audio express opened up down the road. And then right now there's still a audio place of some sort by um, the South County hotshots. And that was, that just became like the, uh, the hotbed of souping up your car materials, you know? And I don't, I don't know why, but it was like the mecca. Um, yeah. Looking back, it's went. just a fun, yeah. I mean, it's just looking like Zubaz pants or skids overalls. It's just one of those things you look back at now and think how ridiculous it was. So uh, you, you jumped out to uh, a good start, but that Timmy Tom Tom was hard on your tail. And, and it seemed like maybe DJ Gabe would take a few days off and Timmy Tom Tom would just go on a run and he would jump out to a lead. And then DJ Gabe would come back and reel off a couple. And it was it was one of the more memorable email of the email of the month races I can remember. What can you say about maybe the rivalry with Timmy Tom Tom or what are your thoughts on Timmy Tom Tom? Uh, he's he's one of the best emailers of all time. That's for sure. I'm a fan of his work. He's a genius. He's a literary genius. And I guess I didn't even realize for a while that there was a rivalry. I was just sending out random emails and, oh, I won. Oh, I won. I, I wasn't really aware of the standings at all. I would really only catch like 15 minutes of the show every day. So I didn't have a whole lot to go on. So as you can tell by the way my emails were written, they were not about the show at all. You know, it was just these random uh, stories, whereas his would just break down the show 
perfectly and in a hilarious way. Two very different styles. Yeah. Um, I do think you did, you did have an email that riffed off of Iggy's Leon Lett story that I included that, uh, that you, you were doing, a, yeah. you were kind of blending it. And I do, I do like when I think Medibles at Hanks does that a little bit. And, and yes. to be fair, Timmy Tom Tom also, he seemed to really up his game because it's like just doing the kind of standard recap is not enough to be DJ Gabe. You got to put a little bit, bit of a twist, maybe Joe Roderick showing off his B cups at Tim's house. Um, yeah. You know, something like that to just kind of get that extra little laugh at the end. Like it, he really had to raise his game and he ended up winning the month. Uh, I think he probably emailed in a lot more days than you did that month. But at mm-hmm. the end, what did he? Do you know what? What did he win with? Six? No, it was. I, it I was feel like, like I had like it was like nine. I think it was the final score was nine to seven. I think it was he was up six wow. four, and then you took the lead seven six, and then he came back and tied it and went up eight seven, and then on a day when you needed to tie, he won to win nine seven. So okay, yeah, but. You did kind of end the month on a. Um, you kind of closed the book with a uh, email from uh, what a, a SLU medical school grad, uh, Doctor <laughs> oh, yeah. Hillikins. God, I forgot about with, that one. Yeah, with, that was uh, terrible. Where, where, no, I mean, I, th- I thought it was kind of a good way of just going out with a nice closing story for the month, and it was it was the story was the DJ Gabe was actually you know an institutional institutionalized patient down in on what, what was it the pube smelly hills of Bonterre or something like that um that sounds about right smelly pube covered yeah. hills of Bonterre something like that i thought it was a very clever email but it wasn't necessarily going to match to me tom tom's roast and uh mm-hmm. and sometimes just being having the funniest line regardless of if it's the best email sometimes having the funniest line or making making cat or uh, Tim giggle uncontrollably is really all it takes to win. Well, look at the Eucharistic minister, my ass line. Right. I right. mean, that, that the whole rest of that email was not a great email, but that line just got them laughing, you know, and that, that was all it took. But yeah, I, I tried to, I figured that character, the DJ Gabe 911 character was not something that was sustainable. Like how, how many times can you write in about, working at fantasy coach works and it'd still be funny. And I felt like it had run its course. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll try and tie a little bow on this and, and, and walk away and, you know, how maybe many, come up with another character. How many kind of obscure athlete shout outs like Leon Lett and Leon Spinks can you work in? How many defunct South County businesses, uh, you know, how many times can you name drop the ground round? Yeah. But I, I thought it was a good it was it was a good run and I think it Doug kind of highlighted it for one of the votes where, you know, DJ Gabe is inventing things. Timmy Tom Tom is just kind of riffing off what Iggy says and, and making fun of Iggy. And he also makes fun of Plowsy and, and Daddy Padre in this episode. But um it's not just Iggy. But for the most part, he really that's kind of his go to move is roasting Iggy, whereas DJ Gabe is just completely inventing things out of for the most part, out of nothing. And getting and, and doing things that are incredibly creative. So I think even though you didn't win the month, even though it might not be a sustainable model, I do think you kind of set a high watermark, especially going up against Timmy Tom Tom head to head, where it seemed like both both contestants were kind of raising their game as the month wore on. I think that's why I, I wanted to do this so just based on on that competition. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's definitely not an email character that is a sustainable model, as you say, but yeah, for for one month, if done correctly, you can you can get some 
a little bit of mileage out of it. And uh, I think it's run its course. Every once in a while, I'll still fire off an email. Outside of that month, I don't know, maybe I've written in six, eight times as DJ Gabe. And it's, yeah, it, it, it's about dead. But who knows? Maybe here and there I'll drop on it. Now, before I let you go, you know, there was a little bit of a rumor that was discussed during the month. I don't know if it was ever verified, but there was talk that DJ Gabe was Misty Plops. Now, I'm going to give you the, the chance to address this mm-hmm. question on Swope's Picks. Are you Misty Plops? You know, there's certain mysteries that I've investigated in my life that were a lot of fun to investigate. And when I found the answer, there was a little bit of like, oh, a little bit of relief that I found it. But then I was kind of sad that, well, now the mystery has ended. So I'm just going to let that one hang. All right. Fair enough. And uh, people can think what they want to think. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. DJ Gabe 911. If we see you around, we'll maybe see you down in South County sometime. Have a good one. Thanks, buddy. You're listening to Swope's Picks on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. Swope here, reminding you that all episodes of Swope's Picks are available for download at InsideSTL.com. You can also find Swope's Picks on iTunes in the comedy section under S for Swope. Once again, I'd like to thank DJ Gabe 911 for joining us. Oh, get on with it, muff. Get on with it, muff. Oh, get on with it, muff. Thank you for listening to Swope's Picks. Enjoy the mashup. Naked and go and get naked and go and get naked. It's time to get laid. It's Could so we have some sort of stepdad pageant? Deep intellectual conversation is my jam. And the opportunity <laughs> to see a naked 70 year old twink photographer. <laughs> All day I dream about sex. You gotta get help. Hey, Mo, get us a- attractive trannies. Slide into those GMs, DMs. <laughs> I would like you to, to pleasure my uh, my special birthday hole. And we're going to do this thing with gerbils. Oh, yeah, that's when she put her finger in my rear. Like, oh, no, that's it. <laughs> Fellas, I got sore fingers today. So that's the issue. The sodomy's fine. <laughs> and then I didn't get a hug either. I kind of felt bad. Didn't Steve Klein hug you when he was naked? He's not in the bed with me, and we've never come close to touching swords, so you're wrong. Go and get naked. Go and get naked. Well, if you're getting naked during your baptism, you're doing something wrong. Here's the scoutmaster. He doesn't have a child here. He just wants to tell you how to dry off and everything, and you're standing there naked. It's like, oh, that's <sighs> funny. Hey, you over there, shut your curtains. I don't want to see your mm, honey hole. Show your boobs. <laughs> ah! Go and get naked. Go and get naked. I had a brief stint at Casey Masterpiece. I vision him making love to a salmon. <laughs> Did you know anything about salmon loving? <laughs> I don't know. Salmon can get pretty big. <laughs> making love to a salmon. <laughs> I can't believe all you bitches. What the hell's going on, man? I gotta get out of here. It's a good thing we have this fella swope. Videotape me boning the fish. <laughs> While Where's Jay done? finishes on her feet. <laughs> 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 Damn.